Hi, I'm Charles Stanton. I'm on the faculty of the Honors College of UNLV and the Boyd School of Law. Hi, I'm Gabriella Tam. I'm a fourth year accounting student. And welcome to Social Justice. Social Justice, a conversation. A conversation. Well, good evening, everybody. Hi, this is Charles Stanton. Uh, I'm here along with my partner, Gabriella Tam. Uh, we're going to do uh, tonight a, a special edition of uh, our show. Um, usually when we do this program, we go into a lot of different issues uh, over a half-hour period. Uh, but uh, tonight, we're going to just concentrate on the one issue, which is a um, worldwide issue, humanitarian issue, moral issue, and that, of course, is the uh, situation in Israel and in the West Bank and uh, all those related things. Uh, so uh, I guess we could get the ball rolling. Um, I had the um, opportunity over the last few days to um, actually converse with a bunch of people and also to, to see the, the tapes of actually what happened uh, during the uh, Saturday uh, onslaught uh, by Hamas. And um, I think one of the things in our world is that due to the internet and social media and everything, um, there's the danger of all of us being desensitized to violence. Um, but, but, seeing, but seeing some of those tapes, a few in particular, um, were, were extraordinarily disturbing. Um, and it, it, it made me think of a story my father told me a number of years ago when he was alive. Um, my family on, on my father's side was Irish. And, uh, and my father was very much for Irish unification, the, the, the unification of the northern part of Ireland and the, and the unification of the southern part of Ireland. And when he was a young man, he had gone to a recruiting meeting for the Irish Republican Army. And uh, they, went to, they, went, they were in this, uh, I guess it was a warehouse on the west side of New York. And they were talking about all the different things that uh, they were going to do to get England to leave, uh, to leave Ireland. And they were discussing basically blowing up schools and, you know, putting bombs on trains and, and, and all kinds of stuff. And uh, my father had always been a very passionate uh, believer in Irish unification, and, and he remained so until, until the time he died. Uh, well, the meeting ended, and the man came up to my father and said, you know, uh, we have all these plans. Uh, he says, do you want to be part of what we're going to do? And my father looked at him, and he said something that I thought was almost hopefully universal, universally applicable. And my father said, he said, you know, he said, there are some things that a man may not do for his country. And, I, and as I was seeing those, as I was seeing those tapes and the, um, the murder, the, the actual murders of two little children and the, mm -hmm. uh, the, the women who were being sexually abused and then, and then shot in the head or beheaded, um, I said, there, for this, there is no justification. You know, there, there, yeah. there is war and there is all the rest of these things and armies and everything. But what it, what it reminded me of, what it reminded me somewhat of 
was the Russian invasion in the Ukraine, where they had gone into the Ukraine and they had committed, you know, mass murder and torture, all, all these, you know, horrific things. And uh, how um, the whole population uh, basically w w was terrorized by, by what they did. And... Uh, and that was one of the that was one of the things that uh, that uh, that stuck with me, you know. Um, and of course, uh, you know, uh, that's not to that's not to uh, you know say that there isn't you know injustice and wrong on the other side, but it is to, yeah. it is to say that um, there are there are rules that you cannot mm -hmm. you know you cannot basically uh, commit uh, acts uh, acts and atrocities like that. Because ultimately, what you have then is you have the com a complete dehumanization, and basically, mm -hmm. you're supporting basically um, mass murder. Yeah, I think like these people are going for like they're killing the wrong people. They're killing innocent people, right? And yeah. like, they just, I just feel like they're going for the wrong people. Like, who the like Hamas wants, it should not be these innocent people. Yeah, they should course. not want these innocent people dead. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think mm -hmm. one of the things that you're dealing with there is you're dealing with with uh, people who have basically either cannot or will not talk to one another about yeah. trying to reach some kind of a. Uh, uh, dialogue as to you know what the future is going to be and uh th that the only the only answer the only answer is violence but th violence is not an answer because violence ultimately promotes more violence you know yeah i agree you know it's like when you in, in one of my favorite movies is ben-hur and esther says to ben-hur she said uh Violence begets violence as dog eats dog. You know, once it gets started, mm -hmm. once it gets started, um, you know, you can't stop it, and 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 that's what and that's what you're having. Now, the question, of course, yeah. be, uh, you know, I, I know we've, we've both given this a lot of thought. You know, why why uh, just at this particular time, uh, they decided to, to they decided to make this attack because they weren't really attacking. The vast majority of people there were unarmed. They had no, they were not connected to the military. Um, yeah. They, you know, it, it was it was just like uh, it happened out of nowhere. But, you know, and, and reading about it and, you know, talking to people who, you know, um, you know, live over there and also people who live here, that one of the one of the things that they wanted to try to do, Hamas, was uh, was disrupt uh, the treaty that was going to be signed between Egypt, between Saudi Arabia and Israel, where they would basically, mm -hmm, yeah. you know, agree to uh, acknowledge the state of Israel, and then they could have you know economic ties and all, and all the rest of it, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen now. I think that I think yeah, you know, I think this is going to be a long, prolonged. Uh, and maybe for Israel, it, it may be Israel's Vietnam. It may be Israel's yeah. Vietnam, where they where they get where they get stuck in this. 
basically endless war. And I remember yeah. uh, when I was a young person, uh, you know, the, the government, our government, the United States government, kept giving, kept giving people assurances that, you know, we just need so many more troops and, and the war is going to be won. And we, we started out, we started out actually with President Kennedy sending the original troops in there. And then when President Johnson yeah. came in, they had like, you know, 50 or 75,000 troops. And then the generals were talking to the president. They said, we just need another 50,000 troops. So he sent in another 50,000 troops. And it went on and mm-hmm. on and on to the point where we had almost a million troops in Vietnam. And we still couldn't win the war, you see. And yeah. So I don't know, I don't know where, where this is going to go, but I mean... Uh, I don't see. I don't see any. Uh, I don't see any. Uh, 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 I don't see any end to it. I don't, yeah, and it's also really sad because this is all going on while, like, while the war between Ukraine and Russia is happening. So it just feels like there's just violence everywhere, and it's really heartbreaking yeah. to witness. Well, ab- well, absolutely. I mean, it, it, so many of the things that you know as i said before that hamas did uh, the russians did um and now mm-hmm. and, and now of course you know you have you have great instability in the congress because yeah uh, you know apparently you know that this this guy that uh, is supposed to be the speaker steve scalise hopefully he's you know relatively sensible but you know other countries look at look to the united states for leadership and that's one of the things that over the past five, six, seven years we haven't had. We've had instability yeah. here, you know? And it's interesting because we're a democracy. So all these other yeah. countries, you know, say, wow, the United States, you know, they have a democracy and they have, you know, all these different things that we don't have in our own country. But... Yeah, like, we're, we're the standard. Yeah, we're the standard. Like, we're the democratic, like, standard. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And of course... The other thing, and I, and I think I've, I, I, we've talked about it, is like the lack of leadership from the United Nations. Where, where on, mm-hmm. you know, like when, on the Sunday after, um, you know, they had the, 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 the attack, you know, they all get together and they all have these meetings. And it's, it's, it's paralleled so many different world crises, the UN. They never can ever make a decision. They can never can get a consensus on actually what needs to be done to bring peace. And, you know, yeah. we've, we, 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 we've absolutely seen it in the Ukraine, and that's because the, when the United Nations was founded, they gave the five original signatories to the uh, uh, UN Charter a veto power over, over whatever the General Assembly would do. So now basically what mm-hmm. you have is in Ukraine... And in, um, you know, of course, in the Middle East, that Russia and China primarily, um, they oppose any kind of peacekeeping, any kind of like peace conference, because it's in their interest that there be destabilization. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know, I don't know how at this point you can, I don't know how in this point you can change it, but obviously 
you know, uh, uh, something, something needs to be done. And then, of course, you know, you know, getting back to getting back to uh, you know, the West Bank and Gaza and all that. Um, the the it, it is a high it it is a a very high risk uh, situation uh, for Israel because, of course, they're going to go in there, and th- their their primary mission in going in there obviously is to is to eliminate Hamas. Well. You're not going to eliminate Hamas no more than you, you eliminate Al Qaeda or or Hezbollah. Yeah. It, it's an ide, It's an ideology. Okay. It's a beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's a belief system. You could kill. You know. You could kill tons of people, but it doesn't stop the ideology from persisting. And, and you know. Then of course the other issue. The other issue of course is you're going to go in there. The the place is basically falling apart from the bombing and and the and the, the lack of infrastructure. There's there's dozens and dozens of tunnels, and you don't know when you go in there who the enemy is and who the ally is. Yeah. You know you don't know whether people yeah. are going to be peaceful or they're going to attack you. And it, it it so much reminds me of Vietnam. It so much reminds me of Vietnam. When I was going to law school. I had a I had a professor, and he had represented some of the My Lai defendants. Uh, they, they were mm-hmm. acu- they were accused of war crimes, and um, you know they would go into these villages, and you didn't know, like if somebody you know who seemed to be innocent, you know, had a Molotov cocktail, or they had a grenade strapped to them, or what what have you, you know. Um, yeah. It, it, it's it, it's really kind of scary, and you know it's kind of. It reminds me too that you know our country has been relatively lucky as far as like you know we've had terrorism and we had we had nine eleven and and everything, but we haven't really had like what a lot of these countries go through, where you have like people like every night they go to sleep and they don't know whether they're going to wake up or not, um, you mm-hmm. know with all the you know with all the missiles flying around. You know, the, the Hamas has the missiles, Hezbollah has the missiles, Israel has the missiles. And uh, I, I think it's really, like, like conv- con- created, uh, I think in both societies, uh, a sense of hopelessness. Like, that this is, yeah. is going to continue and continue and continue. And, you know, it, it's, never, it's never going to, it's never going to end. And I don't know, I don't know how you... I don't know how you uh, 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 change that. I don't know how you change that dynamic uh, to have to have a dynamic where people, uh, 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 you know, talk. You know, uh, um, Thomas Friedman, the, the guy who writes for the Times, um, had a really interesting article last week, and he was talking about, you know, what the what the lay of the land is there, and I think that what Hamas wants. And what, what, what Hezbollah wants is they want as, as massive an invasion of Gaza as they possibly can get. And in that yeah. way, they would be able to recruit all these other people to, to their cause. And by doing that also, they would, they would basically wipe out any hopes of peace that could be, that could be created between Israel and uh, you know uh, uh, the the Arab countries, and, you know, yeah. 
how do you you know because because uh, you know uh, you know you're, you're Chinese how do you see do you see any comparison in that and the relationship say between like uh, the Republic of China and and Taiwan vis-a-vis that that dynamic I mean like I'm I'm um, my family's from Hong Kong, so I'm more familiar with the, like the stuff going on in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, honestly, like, but con- like Hong Kong is like constantly being invaded, like first by like Britain, and then they finally got they were able to run their own country, right, right, our own like city, and then now we're mm, like we're under China's rule again. And now it's just like, it's not the same. It's not the same place, like the same place that I would visit and not the same like home for my, for my mom, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 It's sad. It is sad. It's interesting now how we are seeing so much, so many of these countries uh, turning to dictatorships. You know, you have yeah. you have well, Russia. The history of Russia has always been a dictatorship. They only had like a few yeah, years yeah. <laughs> where they actually had uh, actually had freedom, and 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 China too. But but you're seeing, you know, uh, you know, a very right wing party in um, uh, in the country of Italy. Um, you had it in uh-huh. uh, the Philippines. You know, there's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of places, and, uh, and like even here. Well, even here, yeah, even here, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you What do you think causes? What do you think uh, the attraction of that is to people? Why there's so many people uh, who, are, who are willing to support those kind of governments? I think. Hmm, I think that maybe they're tired of something and mm. they see I don't know they just see what these other parties like are saying they're like oh that's what I want even like though they're extreme like extreme right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they're just like I'm tired of I'm tired of being like oppressed I guess right right yeah 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 I think like, I, th- I think yeah. Yeah, I think you're right on that I think that you know, we we had the movie, uh, we had the verdict movie, which I think is so profound. And he, you know, he yeah. he talks about, you know, he makes the, when he talks to the jury, he talks about how people feel, they feel that the system is corrupt, they feel that uh, the institutions have failed, um, that there's no mm-hmm. just there's no justice in everything. And I think, I think that's true. I think in a lot of places. Um, that's exactly what people feel. I think that's that's exactly what people yeah. fe- people feel here. Yeah, I mean, you know, is the justice system is the justice system an equal justice system? So, in other words, like, yeah. you know, if you're a poor person or you're a person of color, do you get the same justice as a, a as a white person would get? And the obvious answer is no. And then if you're a yeah. wh- and then if you're then if you're a white person you 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 would be asked well you're a white person but do you think you get the same justice as a person who's rich and the answer is no so both the minority community the the, the people of color and the people who are asian and the people who are latino and the people who are who are white middle class they don't get it 
So people are looking, people are looking for an answer, and somebody shows up on the scene who supposedly will be the answer to all their problems and say basically, you know, well, I'm, you know, I'm for, I'm for equality and I'm for all these different things. And, you know, you know, we're going to stop the, we're going to stop the people coming in from the border and all the rest of this stuff. But then Mm -hmm. once you see what they do, it's just a different version of what the people were against in the first place. It's it's just yeah exactly. It's like a denial of rights, but just it's a denial of rights to another bunch of people. So it doesn't really, yeah. you know, it doesn't really, it doesn't really change anything, you know. But our our uh-huh. you know, but our, our political system here. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, Benjamin Franklin when he when they were, he was leaving Convention Hall, uh, he said that you know they a man asked him he says, what did you do in there? What did you create? And Benjamin Franklin says. We we created a republic if we can keep it, and he, I think he understood even then that democracy is so precarious that democracy really depends on the good intentions of the people who are in positions of power and authority, and if people yeah. uh, you know really don't believe in those things but just use the you use those positions to to benefit their own needs. Eventually, people will grow very disillusioned, and then that's where you have people thinking about like alternate extreme measures. I think that's what I think, and you know, I'm I'm not really a social media creature, but I mean, you know, <laughs> you would probably be more of a social media creature than I am. But <laughs> but 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 you know, I, you know, in the class in the, in the class that I teach that you're in, I'm I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm sure that. You folks come across a lot of dissatisfied people who really, yeah. who really have issues with our government. Yeah, both sides. I mean, like even now with the uh, Israel and like the Palestine, mm-hmm. I, I'm constantly getting both sides. So that's why I like feel so conflicted about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. Well, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And and of course. And of course, you know, uh, sometimes you know, uh, uh, they, sometimes in life, uh, you know, in one way, it's good that people people get that steam off. You know, people are able to express themselves. In a lot of the parts of the world, you can't do that. Here, 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 you're able to. Yeah. Here, you're able to do that. Um, you know, and uh, that's that's true. I suppose not just in, you know, the issue of of the invasion, but I'm I'm sure it's true in a lot of things in our country where, it's true in immigration where you know people people see it differently. People see, uh, you know, that uh, you know there's too, they think there's too many people coming in. The other side thinks that yeah. the people are being you know there's prejudice against the people. Some people see the. The migrants as evildoers, even though they haven't done anything wrong, and so yeah. it can it can go in, it can go in all those different directions, which is a shame actually, because mm-hmm. the country basically was founded on that dream, you know, the dream yeah, of the country, exactly. you know, the Statue of Liberty and all those things, uh, was the dream of so yeah, many like, people. Yeah, like America's literally like we are a mixing pot of all these different cultures. Exactly. Exactly. And I think I think that 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 has always been uh, 
has always been our strength in many ways. That we we yeah, we have I people from, yeah from people from all over the world, uh, who not only had the who not only had that dream of what America is, but also had but also had uh, that that unique talent that that energy that 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 willingness to succeed that they they understood that America basically was maybe the one place on earth where people could um, you know come to. And be treated equally and be treated fairly, and and that they could be as successful as their talents took them. I think that's yeah. that, that that that's very important. I came across something. I came across something that I wanted to that I I, I sort of wanted to read, and, and 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 to have you take it in and 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 the both of us take it in and and hopefully all of us take it in. Um, it, it was written. Yeah. It was written by. It was written by a woman who's a rabbi, and it was. It was written by a man who was Islamic, who have known each other for years. They live in Chicago. Um, they've worked oh. together. They've worked together on a lot of social justice products, uh, and they have uh, issues. And they happen to be in Israel at the time of the attack. Yeah. So, oh, cool. so let me just read this, uh, and and this this will be, I think, a, a nice way to end our program. They write, we are very concerned about the safety of Muslim and Jewish communities here in the United States as tensions flare in Israel and the West Bank. The Palestinian people are not the enemy of the Jewish people, and the Jewish people are not the enemy of the Palestinian people. The true enemy is any ideology that degrades, dehumanizes, and diminishes the sacred goodness in all humanity. We recognize the fear, anger, and helplessness that so many of us can feel. But in our tradition, it teaches us to turn to prayer, loving support of one another, and working for justice and peace as outlets for these feelings and not violence. We must stand up for the security and safety of everyone. Our hearts break when we see that so many in both Israel and in the West Bank and Gaza live under the canopy of helplessness and hopelessness. We call upon religious leaders, politicians, and our world community to stand together for justice and peace. In a sacred land filled with so much sorrow, death, and destruction, we can recall the powerful prophets of the Palestinian-American prophet who said, There is death here, and there are promises of more. There is life here. Anyone reading this is breathing. Maybe hurting, but breathing for sure. And if there is any light to come, it will shine from the eyes of those who look for peace and justice amid the rubble. And when, and when the rhetoric has cleared, the phoenix will rise. We must affirm life. We must always affirm life. We have got to carry, carry each other now. Whether, whatever nationality you are, you are either with life or against it. And we must affirm life. May more of us of all backgrounds dig deep into our highest ideals and practices so we can truly radiate the divine light of truth, justice, and mercy so desperately needed throughout Gaza, Jerusalem, and the West Bank, across this holy land, and also in our dear country and across our world. I, I think on those I think on those profound and, and blessed words, um, we can say goodnight to our audience. 
Good night, Gabriella. Yeah. Good night. Thank you for listening to our show. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us at TAMG1, that is T A M G1, at unlv.nevada.edu, or to contact Professor Charles Stanton at charles.stanton at unlv.edu. See, See you, you next time. time.